Hey, welcome CFFL to this month's podcast. This month's intro is recorded on 1 June 2020, hence the Jane's Addiction intro. The next podcast uh, you're about to hear, though, was recorded on 1 May 2020 with Mr. QB1 himself, Brad Ald, joining Nick and Brian uh, for about an hour. We discuss uh, why Spencer Rattler and Justin Fields are douchebags, why what's going to happen with COVID-19, and just a lot of general stuff that you've come to should come to expect from the podcast. So without further ado, enjoy. So so Brad, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, and they don't have to be educated at all on uh, baseball, college football season, joining Nick in August at his house for a draft. What do you think? Do you think it's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Nick, have you changed your thoughts on it? What do you think? Especially Brad, because you know uh, the Steelers drafted your boy Anthony McFarland, you know, so he's not on the Maryland anymore. So right. it's a tough, tough road to hoe, man, if for Maryland. Yeah, um, Jack Sawbrick, Notre Dame's AD, just came out to an hour ago and pretty much said, "Hey, as independents, we'll just schedule whoever we can, you know, to fill a schedule." I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Brian, you think it's pretty much the same. You know, college football is kind of screwed, but probably other professional sports will be on. Yeah, I was, you know, I was, I was actually trending more negative. Um, but a lot of the recent comments, the guy, the, the Arkansas guy came out. I know he's trying to sell it and get more money and stuff, sell tickets and stuff. But he came out and he's like, we're, 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 coming, we're playing football. We're, going to, we're starting practice in July. Um, I think, the, I think the, the comments from the... The, the SEC uh, commissioner coming out basically, I think he's light the fire on everybody at the same time. You're paid enough money to figure out a way to do this. Um, you know whether there's, you know whether there's fans there or not. I don't know, but and basically you're paying athletic directors almost a million dollars a year. Figure it out, guys. Right, so right. I, I'm a little bit more positive with that. And I think that that couples with like the stuff that like the Iowa State guys saying, you know, yeah, yeah, it's worst case scenario. But you know what, dude, figure it out. You'll you'll find a way. Yeah, 
Yeah, similar with you guys. You ain't getting TV money from ESPN if you don't if you don't play any games. So at least collect the TV money. Right. Right. Yeah. The NFL approach. The NFL doesn't care if you show up because they're going to get eight billion dollars or whatever from from their TV deals. Who cares? Yeah, the, for the NFL, the state the money from stadiums is actually not not too much. That matters a lot more to college, uh, as it were. But as I think we said last time, yeah, they'll, they'll play in Alaska if they have to. They just got to get it on TV. That's all they care about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I found fun. I was, I was telling my wife, and maybe maybe I'm not, maybe I just don't see it. But you know, it's it, you know you hear all the stuff about the NFL. They're going on a schedule. There's all the the, the banter about whether college is going to play or not. There's talk about um, you know, the NBA finishing their season and all this stuff and you know can they play at Disney World can they play at the casinos stuff like that I never hear anything about baseball no one's ever talking are they, are they gonna play are they gonna play the baseball season it's like, it's like the forgotten thing it's like stuck in between there well Trevor finish basketball can't miss football and they're kind of like missing the baseball but right uh, well, so some news came out about baseball just yesterday. I think I don't know who saw it, but Trevor Plow, Plow how you pronounce his name, reported, you know, spring training June 10th and then July 1st opening day in home ballparks. I, I, I'm taking it as a grain of salt. I, I, I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up, but I do realize there's too much money. You know, I could you could say this for all the sports. There's too much money and too many people for them not to give it the the college try, and, and you'd rather try and fail than not try at all. But uh, Nick or Brad, did you see that MLB report, Nick, uh, about Trevor reporting June 10th, spring training? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, baseball, I think baseball is going to be the easiest time coming back because it's going to be played outdoors. Uh, and like, again, I don't think you're going to see much spread outdoors as you would indoors. Uh, so I think that will play into its favor and the fact that there's not as much close contact in baseball as the other sports. And I just, I think with all sports, they're just going to find people, if they do a biodome, they're just going to find people with antibodies to work the, uh, the services, like hotels, things of that nature, people who are immune to it. And we should be up to around 5 million tests a week here in the next eight weeks. Um, at least that's what everyone's saying. Um, if that's the case, I mean, I think baseball will easily uh, get off. Um, you know, the other sports, I mean, football, I don't know. There's a lot of people around football. NFL will make it work. Something will happen with the NFL. Even if they have to push their schedule back, the NFL doesn't care. They will play their season. Um, you know, basketball and hockey, there's a lot of up-close contact there. And it's played indoors. But they're going to try to get it in. Like like everyone's saying, the money's just too much. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, well. Yeah, we'll, well, so we'll college, see. I can do anything with college is, if you have one per, if you have a, if you have one college student who dies or gets really sick from this, I just think that the NCA opens itself up to a world of hurt uh, that they may that could change it forever. So I, I just I don't know I don't know how they run that, especially if schools are like meeting remotely. But again, this could all change in four weeks. You know, Pfizer saying that they're going to have a vaccine out in the fall. I don't believe that, but you know, we'll see. If, what, what's going to happen? There will be the test, but I don't know, man. With with, with quote unquote amateurs, that that's tough to get that many people uh, mobilized to play sports. So maybe they'll the spring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick, who's called about? Oh, is it, is it, is it, is it, they have to still follow the 
states or are they just whoever is in charge of that, uh, like the FCC or the um, you know, each division, do they just make their own call? I think they would probably work in conjunction with the NCA and like the governors of the states. I mean, I guess if all the governors are open, they check that box. And then with college, if they're in class, now some of the colleges are saying they're going to be open for like limited on, on you know, in-person classes, but your big classes will still be remote. But it sounds like they're going to be open. If they're going to be open, that there's a pathway to football there. But, you know, what, some of these coaches are old. I mean, it's just somebody and then with a player, you just, you never know. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, and with that news came out this week, finally, well, Wild Wild West is upon us. We will be allowed to pay athletes a little bit. I don't know how much you guys read into it, but I, I tried to sum it up with just who can't pay players, you know, teams, conferences, and the NCAA, who can play players, pretty much everyone else, but, you know, they'll they'll sort of put guardrails up for it. Um Obviously, the impacts are, like, huge, but I, I guess it's a little early to know, you know, um, it, you, I, I read, like, you know, hey, it'll separate the big boys from the, you know, the mid-majors. On the other hand, some people are saying, hey, well, they're, they're paying anyways. Now this allows the mid-majors to maybe bring up, but um, I don't know what, what you guys read. Um, any, any thoughts on the, the impact? I think it's going to be as extreme as people think it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I think it's already going on. If, if you don't think your team's paying, paying some paying these kids to come, you're, you're not. I mean, these kids are they're already getting a, a shit ton of money. Um, you know, so I don't I don't know how much it's going to change. I think it, maybe you can make it a little bit more public, and you know, some of these local car dealership guys that you know already contribute to it now they can write it off on the taxes as business expense. As opposed to just cash and you know having to having to do it under the table, but maybe it helps them a little bit. Yeah, uh, you'll probably see some separation. I don't think you'll see. I don't think you'll see like any. You know, I, I think that the the Boise States and the UCS for the world are probably done for now at this point. Um, you know, but I, I think you probably shrink the the national championship. Um, Contenders, but I think along the same line, I think I think long long term, I think the playoffs going to expand, um, probably to make up for any shortfalls they have from this year. I think the playoffs going to expand. Um, you know, and you, maybe you get lucky and get a, catch a couple breaks and, a, and an eight seed wins the national championship. But um, but I think we're already kind of moving in that direction anyway. Yeah. One thing I didn't mention before Nick or Brad, you know, I also didn't mention you can't use business logos with um, with the sport logos. So in other words, the, the finest strip club in Tallahassee cannot put their logo on the, you know, use Florida State's logo or uh, whatever f- fine establishments in Frostburg cannot place use the school logo. So I did I did forget to mention that. Um, so We'll see, but um, yeah, I, I, you know what? They can't be. They won't. There'll be limits, you know, to what they're paid. And frankly, a lot of these pairs will be played more under the table. Maybe it eliminates some of the bag handlers. Um, but uh, the one thing I did kind of re- read about a little bit was that you know, I, you know how many people entered the draft this year and didn't get drafted? 
there's about like 25 to 35%. And they were saying a lot of those guys, though, they knew they weren't going to get drafted, but guess what? Their situation's at home. They need to leave college now. And maybe that'll prevent some of these guys from actually leaving to to take that flyer of getting you know getting signed by the team before training camp, and, and maybe that'll keep a few kids in college. I did read that. Now I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Uh, yeah, Nick or Brad, any thoughts? Looks like anybody, including boosters, right now. Like you can pay the athletes for their name and whatnot. Um, it, it's really early. It's really early, Brad. But it just was released this week um, that you'll be able to pay players for their name um, for endorsing products. Which you know, like the tattoo gate and and you know tattoos and and for their autographs and stuff like that. You, you you know you you could pay players to come to your car dealership and sign autographs. I'm assuming. I remember some agent saying, and he was on. Uh, he was on with Rosillo last year, or maybe it was McShay, but they were like, "Look, your Trevor Lawrence's and Justin Fields, or your uh, you know guys or your top guys coming out of college." He's like, "They'll get some money." He's like. But they're not getting like two hundred fifty thousand or anything like that. Like your quarterback may get like a hundred thousand, but they were like, if you think that like they're paying two hundred thousand for a guard, they're like, it, it's just not. Like people don't have that kind of money. Now that's what an agent said, and they said like the easiest thing to do is kind of guess what they're doing is let them just make money off their likeness and give them that money because it will be kind of a meritocracy there too. Like you can be an all American you know, center, but in the grand scheme, no one really gives a shit. So, I mean, you know, it's nice and, you know, it may get you a little bit, but like, unless you're like a top wide receiver, top quarterback, maybe a running back, but they're even like, even like a lot of the defensive guys, unless you're like five-star, you know, celebrated, there's not going to be that much money available for guys just because you can be the best player, but if you have to be known and sought after, so I mean, sure, someone like Fields could get, probably get money, but it's like a lot of guys, you know, there's like 10, 11 cornerbacks on there. No one knew who Jeff, you know, Jeff Aduka was two years ago to give him that kind of money to see if he could beat out five or six other guys. I guess, look at how many people transferred. You know, like, why Why would you give so much money when the likelihood of someone transferring is almost at, like, one out of three now? Yeah. You bring up transfers, I think that, that, that's, that, you know, they're, they're talking about voting on that rule change where, you know, everybody gets a, a free, free, you know, one-time free waiver. That's where it's really going to change things. Because you get a guy like Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, that's where they're, those guys are going to sit there and just command top dollar on the free agent market when they transfer. That's where that, I think that's where you're going to see the big shift, especially coupled with everybody getting a free waiver. If, if they pass that rule, you know, you're going to get all these five stars. They're going to come sit for a year. They're going to get a free waiver, and they're going to bring back up their five star rating. And, yeah. 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 I wonder if there could be any jealousy on the team, though. You know, I know a lot. You know, the players are friends. 
they know what each other's getting paid, but now it'll be kind of out there in the open. I don't know. I wonder if there'll be any, you know, any open, you know, jealousy. If someone beats someone out for that starting QB position, that mean that now it actually means money, right? I don't know. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, like, yeah, well, like, would you good? I was just gonna say, I wonder about like agents and stuff. I mean, these are bottom line is these are eighteen to twenty year old kids. You know, they're not allowed to have an agent, but now they're supposed to sit here and go to, you know, Bill Smith's Ford dealership and sign autographs and get paid to sign autographs or get paid to be in a, in a commercial. And then, you know, you told me I was going to get 50000 bucks, and, you, you you know, you got 500 It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it should. It's funny when they release that, right? Like... It was like going off and then 30 minutes later, you know, it was like, woo, EA Sports, college football is back on. And then 30 minutes after that, it was like, well, no, unfortunately not. Players have to, basically they have to unionize. Yeah, he's not going to make any money off that. Yeah. It basically, it requires. Well, they're not going to make money off of. Right, right. Right, they're not going to let anything without money, and it requires group licensing between the players and the schools and the NCAA. It wants to steer clear of that. So, yeah, that's what they said. Uh, they'd essentially have to unionize, but it's it's. I guess it, you know, someday we'll see it. But um, man, could you imagine, Brad? Would that be the largest? That would be the biggest game release though ever, right? EA Sports College Football. I'm not even much of a college football. I mean. My video game. I don't really have that much time, but even I think to to play it. Um, Brad, would you buy it? Yeah, obviously now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Say, how about like every team? You know what I mean? Really, from like '85 on. I don't know what. What did you say? 1990. What? What other team did you have? You mentioned Brad, that you take on. Either '93 or '95. Every year that um, Tony Frazier played. That '95. Yeah, that'd be good. Much, much. I mean, because you got an option quarterback, right? Who can also throw. I guess Tebow would be pretty pretty gross as well. Um, maybe that 07 Florida team. Um, you just gotta you gotta have you know some nice Riley Cooper, Aaron Hernandez catches there. <laughs> That'd be I don't know. That'd be fun. Um, a little pouncy action. Go up against the '94 uh, Colorado team with Stewart. Rest in peace for Sean Salam, Bray Carruth, Murder, and Michael Westbrook. Yeah. That that would be that would be a good. One. Oh, you know the nineteen ninety Colorado team with that. You know all those options would be would be kind of fun. But um, yeah, yeah. So I it'd be amazing, Brad, man, wouldn't it? Think about Brad. The show you're watching with, like Tate Martell was on there, right? Yeah. How many guys like who were like the top quarterbacks on there? And think of like those guys really got paid. Some of those guys were bust though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, like, who were the big names on that show? Uh, 
Trevor Lawrence? Big quarterback. He's still there. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Uh, behind, behind him. Oh, yeah. Can't even pronounce his name. Ukulele or something. <laughs> Ukulele. That's what I call him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was on the same team as the guy they, um, as the guy they, uh, was it, article it was like what 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 we learned you know like what taught all QB coaches for recruiting um yeah was it Matt was it like well no no it's Christian Christian Hackenberg was one of them it was Hackenberg so it was Hackenberg was one of them uh the Washington guy, I think went to SC though yeah was it like it was a very generic name like Max it was Max Max something Max it was Max Brown Max Brown Max Brown, Max yeah. Brown. Christian Hackenberg was in he, 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 yeah. He, did, yeah, he did. But then he, you know what? At but Pitt, he, he got beat out at Pitt. He got beat out by um, oh goodness, the guy who who somebody <laughs> awful, awful. But he beat he beat us. Um, and then he ended up getting drafted too. But um, they then they talked about um, what was so great about Max Brown. He he was great in the pocket, like he could, but he couldn't feel the pressure and couldn't you know. And um, they went through all of them, and it was it was great, great article. That's the thing you're going to see. I don't think I don't think your recruiting dollars are going to change. I think it's just going to become public at this point. I don't think your recruiting your recruiting dollars are going to change at all because you still. I mean, 
it's not like you're going to, it's not like, you know, you take any five-star player, it's not like these guys, are, every school's not going after them. They're picking the school for a reason. But you're not going to sit there and say, oh, he's a five-star, and we can now, so let's give him, a, you know, let's give him $500,000 to come to our school. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to see that every now and again when you get the perfect situation where you've got a local five-star quarterback. You know, let's, let's keep him home. Maybe they pay a little bit more for him. But the reality is, is that you're paying for recruits, and, and you've still got the kind of the – the mis-evaluations on, on a good percentage of these kids. And so, yeah, yeah, you get Trevor Lawrence on campus. Maybe you paid a little bit more to get him there, and now he's actually doing what he's doing. Okay, so now we'll pay him. Now we'll give him $100,000. But, you know, I don't, I, don't see your, I don't see the evaluation of recruits and paying recruits any differently. Yeah. I'm actually looking up that article right now. It's the class of 2013, and uh... – Man, that's a good article. Um, that was a really good article. But uh, yeah, what? Um, no, what? Uh, Brad, what do you think of the draft? Then, what did you think of your Steelers draft? You're right. You took. Um, you guys took a safety, Maryland safety, Antoine Brooks, who, by the way, got a a grade level, a grade a grade level, a grade of A. Um, as did your boy Anthony McFarland. So both Terps got A's for the um, for your draft. You also your first round, or you got to always include the Minka Fitzpatrick deal, which was great. Um, you got you drafted wide receiver Chase Claypool of Notre Dame. You drafted uh, Skaggs' good friend, edge rusher Alex Highsmith of Charlotte. Kevin Dotson, a guard out of Louisiana Lafayette, and Carlos Davis, a d- lineman from Nebraska. What do, what do you think? You excited? I don't know, but before that, it's one much in that when we used to play 95 college, I, we had three, three plays. I like student body right, QB sneak, and tight end pop. And you ran tight end pop, yeah. The wide out, wide out, and tight end went straight. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a I don't know what if it was NCAA but the the ace trips was always a good one I don't know anything with slants I always like slants I thought I think football video games you're good with you're you're great with a with any kind of slant or uh, a cross is always great when those wide receivers do that shallow cross and you just kind of wait it out a little bit nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bo Jackson. I mean, technical is just nuts to think about now that, like, if someone picked the same play as you, it didn't matter. You were screwed. But, like, you could pick the worst play in the world, but if your guy didn't pick it, touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Does anybody have um, uh, Claypool in our draft? I thought someone did, but I can't remember. Yeah, nothing comes to me.
like his speed on Madden is probably like 66. <laughs> I tried to play Madden the other day, like real life Madden, make through off in there. He was just missing guys by like three, three, four yards every time. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that picture. Feel bad for him, right? Yeah, like they're like quarantining, quarantining with somebody, you know. They're like, that's got to be tough at the beginning. Um, they were talking about that on Barstool. They're like, could you imagine, like, you're fucking like five times a week and shit once a week? And he's like, you know, which is like the difference, you know, the exact opposite when you're married, but you're just like holding it. You're in like a one bedroom apartment. You still want to just blow shit up. Stuttering <laughs> <laughs> the fucking toilet bowl. I, those dudes, they they were talking about all this before they had Anthony Fauci on, which was just classic. It's like, but which segues right into like Mike Vrabel's house. You know, he had people like he had that dude with the orange mullet and the rape stash, the pedophile stash, the other ones in an icon, and then that dude just sit. Then the girl's just sitting there watching it on her phone, and right behind her, some dude's just shitting with the door open. Do you think it was fake? Do you think they staged it all? I mean, I, I, th- I guess so, right? I mean, obviously the two guys were characters, but do you think the door open was staged? I'm, I guess so, right? Like, if they sat around in quarantine, and they were like, look, this is what we're going to do. You're going to dress up like some ridiculous character that everyone, my kids knew, but I didn't know. I'm going to look like, I'm going to have this orange hair with a little stash. She's going to sit there, and he's going to be shitting with the door open. Good Kudos to them, man. Yeah, you know, it was great. It was great. Um, yeah. You know, I was really impressed how smooth the whole draft was. I mean, honestly, it was really smooth. It was good, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was very, I'd expected, like, I don't know, you know, issues. But I, I was kind of impressed by it. It was sort of finely produced. I, I suppose, though, that, you know, that's only the NFL could do that. You know, like, of course it was perfect, polished. Right. Yeah. Some funny things. Everyone was joking about that. You see uh, the, the Cincinnati Bengals head coach's desk was like just like a, you know, like a, like a, Nick, you got a better desk in your basement. You know what I mean? You're off. So it was like the worst desk, you know? And then you saw, um, oh, you, you just, you saw some of the other ones that were just ridiculous. You know, it was kind of neat seeing them not in suits too. I don't know. Seeing all the families and stuff in their living rooms. It was good. I thought it was, you know, pretty yeah. pretty polished. Um, of course, I was a little like, of course, we made, you know, the news. Like, I was like, I, I cannot believe, you know, that second round pick. It, it That Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love were like the two, the Eagles Packers were like the two uh, noteworthy ones, you know. Um, yeah, that, do you know, um, talking about Jordan Love, do, I saw a list of just, Top QBs, right? Top 10, 15 NFL to first touch who threw how many touchdown passes they've thrown to first round wide receiver draft picks. And do you know Aaron Rodgers has only thrown a touchdown to one first round draft pick in his entire career? One. And it was like, you know what I mean? Like Ben's there with, you know, I don't know, who knows, like a lot, you know, it was, it was crazy. It was really insane to be honest. Like, you know, Jordy Nelson wasn't a first round draft pick. None of them, you know, and I don't know, you know, they, they didn't give the Packers too much love for that. 
that was kind of crazy. And, and similar to what they did, similar to, I, I suppose, when they drafted him over Favre. And then I was like, oh, you know, you know, the Eagles drafting, you know, not, I should say, not drafting Jefferson of LSU and going Jalen Rieger of TCU. It was like, I don't know, you know, he, I get it. He does 99% of his stuff in the slot and, and they want to put Dallas Goddard out there, but you know, I don't know. They, they're trying to get, I guess, Deshaun Jackson wannabe, you know, I mean, not wannabe, I should say, but I don't know. I was like, I really thought either that or trade up your second round pick that you use on Jalen Hurts and takes, you know, CeeDee Lamb, who I, I'm surprised those other, all those other guys went before CD too. I I know we look at it from a college lens, but man, he looked, he, he I don't know. He was, he was good. I, I was really irritated that of course Dallas got him and the Falcons, you know, would have traded up because they wanted that Terrell guy, I think of Florida and, you know, so instead, you know, they got CeeDee Lamb and uh, then they take Jalen Hurts to be, I guess, kind of the um, Taysom Hill, you know, I guess. It seems too cute to me, you know, especially when they could have had that Christian Fulton, that really good quarterback from LSU. But that's it. I'll get off my, my high horse on that. I don't know. I thought, were you guys pretty surprised, though, to see Jalen Hurts go to the Eagles like that? I don't know. That was weird. I think everybody was. Yeah. Um, so many wide receivers, though. It'll be interesting to see who does does well. Teams put quarterbacks where I guess I heard Carson Wentz is a dick, and then I, I mean Aaron Rodgers apparently is a world class dick. Like if you were going to start like just all of it, like just assholes as people as that are quarterbacks. I guess Rodgers would be like all time. And I heard like Wentz, Wentz has had that problem too. So I just think. People just don't want to, they just are sick of just putting up with people sometimes, I guess. Yeah, I think, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is, you know what too, you know, remember Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have a relationship with his family, you know, the whole, you know, Danica Patrick thing and, uh, yeah, Um, Carson Wentz is, there's just always a lot of smoke there. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey and him clearly don't get along, but there's always weird stuff. You, you know what I mean? There's the J- Josina Anderson. She's that reporter who leaked that information about Alshon Jeffrey, or she leaked that no one likes Carson Wentz and everyone's pretty. It's pretty obvious it was Alshon, and I don't know. There's just stuff. There's a lot of stuff there. So I don't know. Who knows? I was, but yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. Either way. What's up, Brad? That's a Billy's always the best. Yeah, yeah. You can't even nothing. Nothing's ever simple. Nothing's nothing's ever nothing's ever ever easy. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But I do like where um, Cam Akers, your Florida State FSU's finest, right? The Rams, I guess. There seems to be there's an opening there. Decent offensive situation. Um, they'll be that. They'll, you know, they'll be in the city for a while. He'll definitely have some. Glitz and glamour if he can be a somewhat productive running back. And then I saw Stanford Samuels, your other guy, went to the Packers, right? Your your guard. Or uh, or, or Samuel didn't get drafted though. He was a he was a free agent. Oh no, really? So you guys only had Cam Akers drafted? Yeah. 
Oh, geez. I, I, see, he's another one. Uh, I was looking, doing my yeah, research, and I thought he would. I think he was the only one. So, okay. I, I think. I wonder, you know what then, Brett, uh, Ryan, uh, Brian, I think he must have signed then as just a signed afterwards then with them, with the Packers. Cause I was, yeah, because he left, he left early. He was one of those ones that left early. I know. I know. You guys got good with Marvin Wilson. I, I, I'm assuming that. Is he a first round talent, Marvin Wilson? Mar, right? I, I think so. Yeah. I Nick, think so. Nick, you agree? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, Willie Tagger football, man. You know, we, we, we graduated men, not football players this year. And, it sounds, yeah, it's, it's, and, and none of them are quarterbacks, right? <laughs> it's, it's tough to win when you can't recruit a QB. Um, yeah, I was taking a look at a couple of those in just, I saw a list of impact players still in the transfer, transfer portal. Um, you know, it's kind of, there's a few guys still out there, um, switching to college. Ricky Slade, you know, he's not, I, I don't think he's anything too special, but B-Roy do, does own him. You got um, Jatarvius Whitlow, Auburn running back. Bobby owns him. Nothing out there. JT Daniels, you guys saw. No, but nobody owns him, but I, I don't think he'll ever probably won't be drafted. Um, Real Mitchell, um, literally R-E-A-L, Mitchell. Uh, he's the guy. The quarterback. Brock Purdy beat him out, and, and so he's out there. Wait, wait, which guy is he, Brad, did you say? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they were going, we, we all was like um, top two in the nation with Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all turned out. No, no, not not yet. I love also... Justin Fields worked out and Real did it. And, uh... Must be kind of w- weird to see that when you see such always mm, people projecting such you know team first in general in sports to not look like an asshole. It must be odd to see that, Brad. Like the honesty. Yeah, well, you see, like the, the, some of the well, actually, it's just like Tate Martell's dad is like a you know just like a uh, a meathead who. I don't know, just like Lister's son, and then whoever I gotta look up the third season guy, this white guy on there. His dad is like so, uh, just just like over the top. Like my son's the best, and like uh, I mean, they got jet skis, boots, and, and uh, just he just he's a golden child, and the and the uh, father just they just like live through. Uh, you know, imagine like um, DJ Pauly D. Las Vegas too, right? Isn't that where he's from? Tate Martell? Yeah, he yeah. moved there. Uh, 
sisters, like an Instagram model. And uh, they um, apparently moved there so that both kids could have a better shot at uh, um, Spartan. So I guess they knew that the high school girl was going to be an Instagram model. Yeah, I think it's Bishop. Where's the qualification for an Instagram model versus a model? <laughs> That's the point. You don't need that qualification. You just take shots of your ass and put it on there. Uh, um. Yeah, Bishop Gorman. Just buy some followers in Russia. It, it, it was like one high school in Nevada, and it's Bishop Gorman. And, and Tate Martell is from there. And, and we also got a QB commit, this guy Micah Bowens from there. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just a private Catholic school that just brings people in from everywhere um, to be Instagram models and play QB, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that it didn't, uh, uh, was it Snoop's son went and played there. I don't know if he was with Tate Martell or before Tate Martell, but he was, that's where Snoop's son Yeah, was. yeah, good call, Brian. When you when he, he did. He committed to UCLA right in front of his dad, who's like, you know, Mr. USC. And uh, yeah, yeah, Snoop had to put on a UCLA Bruins hat. Uh, that was, and then he left. I mean, and it wasn't even because he didn't get playing time. I think he barely lasted, like the first summer, you know, and 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 barely. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to play football. No, was no. Snoop the one that like picked up a weight and wanted to fight like one of the coaches? <laughs> probably, probably. Um, or no, no, no! It was uh, uh, what's his name? Diddy. What's his name now? Was he the one that like he was gonna fight somebody at UCLA? Uh, one of them did. Oh, but... I don't know. One did. You're right. I don't remember that. One of them stormed it. Yeah, some rapper stormed in and was like, "You're not playing my kid," and like they picked up a weight and they thought there was gonna be a fight. Um. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was. That could have um, happened 10 years ago. I have no idea. No, no, it was. June 22nd, 2015, um, Sean Combs, Diddy's son, Justin Combs, uh, a defensive back on the team, um, yeah, threw a weight. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he fought, the, he fought the strength coach <laughs> of UCLA. There we go. I, I was close. You were very close. And um, of, the last guy you want to fight. Yeah, the strength coach. Yeah. Chaplain. I, or an administrator or something. Don't forget the strength coach. Um, strength uh, coach has probably been like lifting all for like years, waiting for that moment. <laughs> yeah. So uh, recap. Right, Brad, it, it's it's it was it's great. A brief hip hop mogul Sean. So no, it was Sean Combs himself that was involved in the altercation with the UCLA assistant. Strength yeah. coach Sal Losey. I'm yeah, sorry, no. I thought it was and and then and he was arrested, and it was after he kicked out his son Justin Combs. Yeah, and then Justin Combs quote scurried home to complain to his famous father, and um, apparently too they Losey the strength coach taunted over um, courtside Laker tickets in the moment, and 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 did he did he flipped out on him. Paid his hundred sixty thousand dollar bond, spent a few hours in jail, and that's that. Oh, you got to see the uh, strength coach too. He's just bald and you know meat headed ish. Everything you'd expect in a strength coach, you know. Isn't that a prerequisite? I, I think so. 
Ours is kind of old, like, though. Is there any, like, yeah, there, there's no, like, blender, metro fit, like, strength coach in, in college football, is there? It, you want to know the weirdest, weird, the, the most weirdest college football move in this offseason, and it is the I, Indiana University football team strength coach, going to Alabama to be their strength coach. Did you, get, did you guys take note of that? I don't know if you guys noticed, but that happened because um, Kirby took, I think it was Kirby at Georgia, took Alabama's longtime strength coach away. So of all the strength coach, they hired Indiana's. How crazy is that? I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but, and, uh, yeah. Well, he, he, left, he, left the, he left the strength coach at Alabama. I think his name's Cochran. Yeah, he, he he's going to Georgia as the special teams coordinator. That he was offered a coaching position. That's he, he right. Took an on field coaching. That's job. right. He, he went from strength coach to on field. That's right. I, I and and yeah, which left Saban like Cochran sounds like a sounds like a strength coach name. Yeah, it does. I I just thought it was Cochran. odd. Of, yeah. Of all the places, where? Wait a minute, Christian, are you on right now? Christian's. Texting us right now while he's playing FIFA. Christian, are you there? I just got a text on our thing from him. Saying he's listening in. I don't know. I assume this is a big day for Picante. I mean, this is Cinco de Mayo, Taco Tuesday, man. I don't know. Picante uh, hasn't extended their uh, delivery mileage to your house yet, Nick, have they? No, but apparently someone sent a picture like Taco Bell. The line was like down the street. I didn't realize people would get like that's pretty desperate for like just the one Cinco de Mayo Mexican, and you're going to Taco Bell Stone Cold Sober at like five thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, it takes that that takes a little bit. That takes a little bit. Um, which gives Bobby, by the way, two players on this transfer list that are dissatisfied, possibly um, causing his his slight decline in wins this season. Um, and then there's also this, there's a couple, John, no one owns him, but this tight end, uh, FIU tight end, John Rain, went to Northwestern. And the uh, Mississippi State um, QB, Katon Thompson, went to the Fighting B-Royce. That's updated, actually. He just announced like a day or two ago. And I, I grabbed this list last week, just transferred to UT, UVA. So a couple guys, couple guys still out there. Um, I don't know if you guys have any other ones in your mind in the transfer portal. But, um, yeah, I... Um, and I also saw, you know, I, we had that list, that first round draft list of, um, you know, the guys that all the college football, fantasy football analysts put together. Um, but I, I sort of brought that up again and, and understanding that most of these guys are owned, but there's, um, yeah, only two in the top 20 drafted, um, are unowned. So that tells you a little bit about what, you know, how good I suppose the CFFL is getting. Um, and, and for the record, I, I did some, got some mild, some small statistics here. Uh, B-Roy, Nick, and Brian, you guys have the most. You each have two. Um, and Christian, Justin, Christian and Justin have none. And Bobby just got in one at the end. So um, Christian and Justin have zero top 20 draft picks. And this obviously doesn't translate to success on the field, but, you know, it's kind of like four or five stars. You know, the more you get, the more you hit. Um, 
So I, I was just thinking of running through those. Um, we're, we're, we're kind of moving along. Um, Brad, you have the number one pick in the draft. Who do you think it is? You have, you, you have a player. They did a mock draft, Brad, like all the college fantasy football guys for next year. Not not taking into people who are owned, right? So of it, uh, 18 of the top 20 are owned. What, say that again. You got it, man. You got it. Number one is Justin Fields. So you got you got him. She should uh, help you very nicely. You so you drafted him when he was still at Georgia, right, Brad? That before. Yeah. Oh, nice pick. He's number one. Um, number two is Chuba Brian's running back, who helped him last year. Yep. Uh, number three is Jamar Chase. He is actually unowned, uh, unless you, you, I think Brian, you checked on my my thing. So Jamar Chase, LSU wide receiver, he's unowned. Um, Travis, yeah, that's right. yeah, Travis Entian, Paul has him. He's coming I, back. Clemson pays him more than the NFL, I, I guess. Think, going back to Chase real quick, I do yeah. think they're putting a lot of faith in in, in uh, getting a completely new quarterback, going from basically as we've talked about on on previous episodes. Uh, like the all-time quarterback season, you, you know, you're putting a lot of faith in some, 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 somebody who you don't even know who it is, and the change in coordinator. Um, you know, because the guy who's the coordinator now was the coordinator before, and they brought that Joe Brady kid in, the Wiz kid, who's now with the Panthers. So I'm like, you know, he, he had the offense. It sucked. He brought the kid in. The kid made it all world. He left, and now you're left with the same offensive coordinator for when the offense sucked. Uh, that's but you're putting a lot of faith in, 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 in those unknowns for, for that receiver to go that high. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Travis Entian, he'll have a monster season. Not much has changed there. He'll be pretty good for Paul. Uh, Jarrett Patterson is that Buffalo running back. Um, he's, I own him. He, it's kind of weird. He, he, um, he just had a really great end of season. And and honestly, we've seen this before. He he had a great last four games, but that could all change, you know, like it, it just was happened. He, his, the competition kind of got run down and, and gone. And we've had, you know, University of Buffalo has kind of had running backs in the past that have kind of struggled a little bit Nick what, do you remember Nick a couple years ago you had that great running you had a great running back dropped him I picked him up and just still you just didn't have room for him and, and remember him and just still never really got started what was his name oh yeah I don't know either way we'll, yeah I know next would be um, Buster's very own Kenneth Gainwell Memphis running back Memphis great pedigree for running backs um, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be doing the same thing there and you guys can jump in. Uh, number seven, Sam Ellinger. Nick took uh, first pick last year, right, Nick? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Spencer Rattler. Um, next up at OU, um, that would be B. Roy's guy. Um, no he, reason. Uh, uh, he, was, he was on the show. He's a douche. Oh, good. Hey, Brad, this is the analysis we need, man. This is why 
especially with the name Spencer Rattler. I mean, that's probably the best name. Well, give us give us some antidotes. We need, you know what? Um, B Roy needs this man. He's just a douche. guy up i guess besides being a douche but i suppose if he has some talent no reason to say uh i don't know i i could look that up yeah uh, probably i i uh, let's see here he would be spencer rattler he either way i would think he probably would he turn i feel like he's been there a little bit like uh, this would be his second year that he'd be able to turn pro um, he is, oh man, he looks like a douche, man. Oh, he's got like the Tate Martell headband thing going too. Um, he is, sorry, my computer is, uh, going, he's, num where's number seven? Now he's a freshman. Okay, so he's a freshman. Huh. He played a couple downs. Yeah, so he, he, he did. He had, uh, 11 attempts, seven completions. So, Sorry. He's a he was a freshman last year, so he'll be a sophomore this year. So yeah, oh yeah, he looks a little. I see what you mean, Brad. He looks a little douchey. Um, uh, I'm I'm saying he's weak. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We we will see. We will see. Um, so that was number eighth pick in the first round. Number nine, Rondell Moore. Uh, Jeremy's Jeremy owned him. He's kind of you know he's there. He's you know hit or miss. It comes and goes. I don't think he did. He dominate like everyone thought he would this, this past year. I, I don't know. He was hurt a lot. He was. He's a small guy. He's gonna get banged around a little bit. Um, yeah, he's gonna get banged around. Uh, number ten's Trevor Lawrence, and Casey has him. Uh, he'll do what he does um, next year. Number eleven, Sam Howell. Um, Should have been. Uh, it was Willie Taggart. That was his guy. Should have been. Pino owns him. Uh, Devonta Smith. Alabama wide receiver. He's unowned. So, you know, I don't see any reason why... Uh, what? Who's next up for uh, Alabama? I don't know. There's a couple of them, but he should probably be pretty good. Um, next up, Reggie Roberson. Uh, Nick, uh, you own him, correct? SMU's wide receiver? Yeah, I got him in a ball break this year. Nice. Uh, Justin Ross, Clemson wide receiver, Skaggs on him. Um, he should have a monster year with Higgins gone and everything. I know they, they reload, but still, he should have a great year. 
Not surprising that Najee Harris is next, and, and not surprising Jeremy owns him, Alabama running back. Uh, Tillon Wallace, Oklahoma State. Um, everybody's back this year um, for them, quarterback included, and Chuba. So he should have a great year. Casey owns him. Uh, next one up, nobody owns, unless I missed, and Brian, you missed, Kobe Lewis, Central Michigan running back. So he's not owned. Uh, next up is Serge Surratt. Brian, you own him. Uh, Rashad Bateman. B-Roy owns him, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. And Bobby slips in there with his only top 20, Kylan Hill, the Mississippi State running back, which, you know, um, we'll see with uh, we'll see how running backs go in that system as we've as we've talked. Um, what who, who who's at Washington State this year that just did horribly for Justin? Justin owned him. Um, um, Max Borgie. Yeah, was it Borgie? Yeah, because I think he's back, isn't he? He is back. Um, no, he he is he is back. But I and I think when Mike Leach left, we were joking. We were like, release Borgie, you, you know, because he had a terrible. He didn't have a very good. I shouldn't say terrible year, but he didn't do what you know. I think what everyone thought. So those are the top twenty. Maybe next time we'll go to like twenty to forty. But you know, it's. For the most part, though, it's not like one person owns three or four. You know, the most is um, B-Roy, you, Nick, and you, Brian, each own two. Everyone else owns one, except for Christian and Justin, who own zero. So that's, um, yeah, so that's that's where we are there. Not, not too much going on in the fantasy college football life, but we'll see. Probably have a lot of decommitments when things start opening up and people start being able to actually visit... Um, visit campuses but um yeah so and yeah that's well, it's kind of shocked how many kids are committing here and they're not allowed to go visit campus so there's a lot of them are coming off like this i thought we were in a dead period too but seeing like all these kids commit all these five stars and i'm like what made you want to commit today not like you went on a visit last week you know it's not like you got a good inspiring phone call from the head coach yeah um yeah, Right. We'll see more decommits than ever. Um, actually, tonight I was looking at uh, LSU QB uh, 2021 just committed tonight. Garrett Nussmeyer, a four-star prospect uh, out of Texas, just committed tonight. So, yeah, it, it's weird. I mean, I guess you're getting like they say they're doing like, uh, you know, online campus tours, but you can't beat the real thing. And, and I, I don't know, too, you know, you can't beat the real thing, too, of all these new coaches actually seeing their QBs actually throw and not in film. I don't know. I, I've heard, you know, mul- on multiple occasions. It's just, you got to see them in person, a lot of these QBs. So it'll be, uh, when everything starts to get back to normal, I'm sure we'll see a, a, a lot of activity. And, uh, you know, it'll be fun. Um, you know. Um, Brad, how proud are you for your player, man, getting his diploma from Appalachian State, huh? That was funny. That was, that was, uh... <laughs> Who did he get drafted by? Um, did we see that? Oh, Who was it? T- Tennessee.
I think DHK might be, might be bigger than Amazon at this point. <laughs> okay. Oh, damn, okay. Yeah, well... It's always good when you feel your during tongue um, gets uh, gets his diploma and your players move on. Um, that was the worst pronunciation of that dude's name ever. Durung tongue or what Brad said you first? Were like, you were like <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right, right. Yeah, he'll. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What are you uh, What are you drinking tonight, Brad? Anything interesting? Have you been doing a lot of cooking with a lot more of your time? You've been killing it in the kitchen. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 have you been cooking of note? Give me something really good that you did that you're like I even impressed myself. I know they're, I know they're good. That's good. I'm glad you guys are. I'm glad everyone's doing well. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, Do some margarita tonight. Mar- what are you drinking? Margarita tonight? Yeah, we did some. Uh, I took a page on a skag to the tech, uh, textbook down there in, in uh, the step bar. You just get down there. No way, Jose, or something? you on here i did want to go over your roster um and get some and get some comments we'll take a deep a quick analysis of your roster i have it right here in front of me okay are you are you ready to go so you yeah, i don't know who's on there i'm i'm gonna tell you no worries and nick and brian feel free to feel free to add in you're carrying you're gonna carry in just justin fields next year you're, you're riley neal your vanderbilt quarterback that you i hopefully you never had to rely on and Jake from Jake from State Farm are both gone, so you got just Justin Fields. So you probably need to draft one one QB down the line, but he's the best one, more or less, or top two or three. So that's pretty solid. Feeling good. Running backs, you're gonna take a little bit of a hit. 
You're, you're losing three. You're losing A.J. Dillon of Boston College. He got drafted, actually. Where Do you guys see where he got drafted to? I guess I didn't see, but um, you you're, you lost Durant. Where did he go? Oh. Um, I forget. The long time? He went to Tennessee. No, yeah, Durant. No, I was talking about I was talking about Dylan, um, but no, AJ Dylan, Durongton Evans. Packers. Dylan went to Packers, Nick. Got it. Okay. Uh AJ Dylan, Durongton Evans, uh, and Anthony McFarland. So they all went, but you still have Jamar Jefferson, a running back from Oregon State. How was he this year? he he was was here. He was a pretty high draft pick last year, right? First, second, third round? Yeah, yeah. It was like first or second round, but he didn't do shit. He got hurt too. He did, and then you got Lavique Carter went back right back to the well for Pitts running back, and both of those guys are <laughs> Lavique. Both of those guys are sophomores. I'm assuming Lavique didn't do too much for you. Well, and um, and then you got you may have some great names, Brad. Sean Dollars, Oregon running back. So we'll see we'll see what happens with him. Um, you lost Denzel Mims. He got drafted pretty late. I'm not sure who who got him. Your um, Baylor wide receiver. Uh, Ty, you lost Tyler Johnson, Minnesota wide receiver. Uh, and then Mims went to the Jets. Mims went to the Jets. Thanks, Nick. And then I'm assuming you still have. They didn't. Oh, did he? Den- yeah, second round. Yeah, he was one of those top ones, man. If it was any other year, Denzel Mims would have been like a first round talent. But you know, it's just the year of the wide receiver in the draft. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then who you should still have, you have a guy, Adrian Hardy, Louisiana Tech, Justin Hall of Ball State, and Willie Wright of uh, Florida Atlantic. And, oh, I'm sorry, and Terrence Marshall of LSU. So, and any of those guys any decent, Brad? Uh, Terrence Marshall is really good. Unfortunately, like Brad said, I don't know what they're going to do this year, but yeah, he was killing it. He was killing it. I mean, he should make up for for Jefferson, right? Wait, 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 wait which one last? Jefferson got drafted or Chase got drafted? No. Uh, Justin J- Jefferson got drafted. Jamar Chase is, is still the guy who's there. Unknown. Okay, Unknown so, in the so, league. So, so Marshall should make up for whichever one got drafted. Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. As long as they don't go back into, uh, you know, olden days. Most of us here have ha- yeah. held an LSU wide receiver. I know I owned one. I can't think of his name, but it was like just all the talent, everything around on that field, and you're just like, you know, Odell Beckham, et cetera, on, on. Um, and then your tight ends. You got Arm, Arm, um, you're losing Armani Levius of Marshall, Jacob Breland of Oregon, Kelvin Smith of North Texas, and Zach Fouts of Liberty. You saw and and um, Gandy his teammate got drafted though Gandy Golden, great uh, he went like you know second thirty or th- second third round there as well. God, so many good wide receivers this year, you know. Um, so you're gonna have to draft some yeah. tight ends there, Brad, and then defense you lose. So you're bringing back a good 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 QB, and I think that's a good start. As Nick says, that's what you need, right, Nick? Good quarterback, that's a start. You've done it before with just a good quarterback, so feeling good. That's all I need. That's it. <laughs> well, not I didn't think that uh, McFarland or Evans would go pro. So, uh, uh, there's that. I thought I was going to be good, but now I'm not. Yeah, you would have been great.
if they did not, you know? You could have opened up just by, you know, drafting a good wide receiver or whatever or good defense and been 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 killing it, but you know. Either way, there's there's a few other rosters that are dearth of talent and uh I think you're but with um you know, with Fields you're you're great. Um so yeah, anyways. Mm. Any any I don't really have anything else. I mean I don't know. I could talk for hours or anything, <laughs> but um, that was about it. Um, I don't know, but you know, any you guys have anything else? No, nah, man. Just hoping we got nothing. Hoping, hoping we get a uh, drug treatment so we can kind of get stuff back to normal here this summer. But other than that, good job putting it together tonight, Al. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you guys did it. Thanks for joining up. I. Uh, don't uh sorry if i talk it's it's tough when you you know i mean to talk i sometimes i talk over so sorry if i do guys um but yeah brad we just come on and talk that's pretty much it so you don't have to have any knowledge of anything just bring your bring your knowledge of spencer rattler you know and that's good enough and being a douche (laughs) you you guys have got to see what spencer rattler looks like too oh man just (laughs) brad's laughing it's it's brutal but uh, yeah. Is Renee? Hey Nick, is uh, Renee back? She uh, not... look up the other. Uh, look up the third, the third quarterback from um, season three. It's a white guy with a full of like Kentucky or something. What? He's a bigger dude. Well, I just forget his name. Is he? Look up, uh, QB one season three. QB one season three, and you don't know what um, you don't know what uh, school he he's in or anything like that. Um, Carson Beck. Um, Nick Scalzo? Maybe. Jake from what about T- Tavon Bowers? Um, that season, uh, season two. Sam Hartman? That's season two. I put in... There's Real Mitchell um, from St. John Bosco. DJ Ukuli, whatever, Justin Fields, Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said Carson Beck and, oh, and Nick's, yeah, that's it. Sorry. Sorry, Brian, I know you just said those. Um, So there's somebody else, Brad, besides those? Oh, that's Nick Scalso. That, what is it, Brian, did you just mention him? Yeah. So he's a dick? All right. Um, well, Nick, you know what? We'll, his, dad, his, his dad was a... All right. Well, that brings an end to this month's podcast. Thanks for listening in. Hopefully you enjoyed our analysis of QB1, first, the first round of the CFL uh, proposed mock draft. And will join us for next month. Until then.